Hello and welcome to the Points Brew podcast. We are breaking from our normal schedule to bring you this special content, this special episode. We've been sent some beer out, haven't we? We have, yes. Fantastic. Yeah, yes. If anyone wants to send us beer, keep sending it. Um, yeah, that's that always makes me smile. Well, so. we'll, we'll, we'll record podcasts for beer. We'll, you know, people, yeah, yeah. we'll work for beer. We'll podcast for <laughs> yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah. We'll happily yeah, yeah, podcast yeah. for beer. So yes, the kind people at Beer and Monte Casino have kindly sent us some beer. Now this is completely new to us and probably new to many many people because this beer has come all the way from Italy um, so Italians aren't just renowned for their beer amaretti yeah. it's not actually <laughs> Italian uh, brewed in the UK but it's, uh, Italy does have its own uh, brewing scene and this is a very very historic um, brewery um, yes. and one from many many years ago so before we took into the beer I'll give you a a bit of about the uh, about the brewery. So, Bira Mons Casino was established in around roughly 500 AD uh, in a abbey in uh, in Italy, overlooking the town of Casino. Hence the the name Bira Monte Casino. Um, anyone that's into their military history or more recent military history will know that Monte Casino was the um, scene or played host to a massive uh, historic battle during World War Two. Um, the Germans and Italians had uh, inhabited the Abbey uh, and the Allies bombed uh, Monte Cassino to get them out basically. Um, sadly that meant the Abbey was destroyed along with all the brewing history and many of the history, historical brewing records as well. Um, but thankfully the Abbey was rebuilt in 1964 and along with it some of the archives were also recovered. So whilst the original kit and things weren't in any sort of fit state to recover, yeah. um, the history and the legacy has thankfully been revived. And this is where we are with these two beers in front of us. So we are going to try both beers. We're going to give them both a whirl, see what they're about. And we have been sent two. We have Alba and Aurea, and we'll take both on their merits. Yeah. We have them poured, ready to go. Um, but we will start with this one, which is the Alba. So I will pass that one to you, Aaron. So we thank you very much, Lee. Helpfully separated them so we didn't get uh, get confused <laughs> yeah, 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 with the two yeah. um but knowingly aaron i i don't think i've had uh, an italian beer before uh, no I, I i don't think i have um before i was trying to think through of of what i've had and and what i've tried and i, I can honestly say nothing springs to mind straight away mm. um obviously the moretti is the is the big one isn't it that everyone goes oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's italian and stuff i, I don't know there isn't. I can't think no. of one. I can't even think of a, ma- a Moretti. Let's take Moretti out of this conversation. I can't think of anything else. Is Peroni Italian? Is Peroni Italian? Oh, yeah. But I don't even know if the stuff we get. I don't even. That's brewed. I, 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 I couldn't I, even. I, no, I couldn't I even say with any sort of no, definitive answer. I'm not sure. But just like anything, burn, probably. Yeah. As, um, as everything is. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So these these are brewed um, at the site in in Monte Cassino. Um, they are looking to expand and get the reach further out, which is why they've approached us to uh, to try the beer. So we have kindly said yes in the hopes that people will hear yeah, the good yeah. word and see the good word about this beer. But we'll start with the Alba, uh, like I say. So the Alba is um, carbonated golden ale. So it, Alba means sunrise in Italian. So a nice Italian name nice. for what will be, I'm sure, a nice Italian beer. Well, um, so I mean, it's you know golden ale from the from the outset. You'd say it's definitely golden in appearance. Probably a little bit hazier than what you might expect from yeah, a, I think, yeah, a golden ale in in England, perhaps. They've obviously gone 
for that 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 you know that that, that Abbey brewing that Abbey style mm. the uh, the or the unpasteurized you know um, the the un, unfiltered um, way of way of brewing uh, the Abbey beers uh, that you that you, that you see I mean a lot of you know we've got them over here um, you know that you, that you can have there's a really, there's a I can't name escapes me at the minute but there is a really it's going to in a it's in a bottle it's got a white label with a green top can't remember the the name of it's completely gone. Um, it, the trap, the Trappist beer. In yeah. UK, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. That one. It'll anyway. come to us eventually. Yeah. 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 We'll uh, we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> which one it is? But yeah, again, you know, you've got you've got stuff like that on the nose straight away. That if you look from the look and the smell, that's a Belgian beer. Mm. Yeah. Straight away. Straight away. Mm. And obviously, with it being a historic. Uh, you know, with the historic background it's got, and the um, that that sort of um, Trappist or Abbey beer sort of uh, style they're going for, it's perfect. Mm. That isn't it? Yeah. Again, Belgian beers you always get that yeasty esters, don't you? That sort of some people say to say it's banana or you know bubble gum, which are sort of you know. I um, always mentioned with wheat beers as well, but I think a lot mm. of Belgian beers, all for, what, with the yeast that they use, and um, that does come through as well. Certainly coming through on the nose with this, straight away. Yeah, I'm definitely getting a bit like say a bit of that that funkiness almost that you get from a. Yeah. You know, it's hard to hard to describe <laughs> yeah, what a Belgian a beer is. You know, it's, it's it's just regarded as a funk and sometimes a bit barnyard <laughs> or horse blanket yeah. or what have you. And Straw I'm definitely getting and, yeah, I'm definitely yeah. getting a bit of that, but it's very. It's very Definitely, clean, isn't it? It's very clean and very yeah. soft. Yeah, and I think that's yeah, that's big. Like, it doesn't look it, does it? And that's not you know, obviously no discredit, but it doesn't look that visually appetising, does it? I don't, I don't think it's got a lovely colour about it and things. But you know, especially on the nose and stuff, give that to somebody who's maybe not expecting it. It a bit of recoil on the on the head when they when they first take a whiff. Mm. But that yeah, that is. It's got a really, really interesting aroma. Mm. It's really nice. I like it. Just straight away reminded me of the, you know, trips to Bruges and mm. things like that. You know, because over there you, you don't always get, you know, they don't, you don't always get to see what beer necessarily mm. having. You know, you'll just sit down and they'll bring you over a beer. Yeah. And all of them are pretty much this. Yeah. You yeah. know, this will be like that, that. You know, not not the house beer, but they're you know low AVB. What do you want? Oh, I want a beer. They'll, looking yeah, at that yeah. sort of thing they don't, they don't have they don't want to be in conversation with you you mm. know they see millions of English people come over yeah, yeah. every single year it's like beer, yeah yeah just yeah, just give them that one <laughs> so and that's the one that you get and all of them are brilliant mm. so lovely I mean I know I know on on both beers in fact not just not just the Alba but the same for the Aurea as well so these are used uh, produced using locally sourced ingredients yeah and um, so they use their own uh, malt so barley cool. for the production and wheat and things like that um, like say historically, uh, these beers were unfiltered, which these ones still are. Yeah, and yeah. you know, retains all that goodness, like like most beers do in this day and age. You know, keep all the goodness, that residual uh, haze, protein, yeast flavour, yeah. all those hop characteristics and in. stuff. Keep keep all that goodness in there. Um, and the water, they they use water from the mountains. You know, because they are uh, quite yeah, a, yeah. A, a mountainous area. So nice. that might be um, you know part of the the softness. Um, yeah, that I'm finding in that because it's quite it's quite clean and quite soft, which I'm guessing maybe to a certain extent they might burtonize it, maybe slightly alter the chemistry, but yeah, it depends I mean, on what they 
could do. I mean, the interesting thing about water profiles is is that they change everywhere. Do you know what I mean? And the, the, I think people forget or sort of maybe underestimate how important your water is because mm. everyone goes on about the barley that's in it or the malts that are in it and the hops that are in it and the yeast that's used. But you, the water is your main ingredient. It is the biggest ingredient in beer. Mm. So it stands to reason that if your water is poor, then your beer is going to be poor yeah. in a way. So it, I, I, it's nice that they've actually mentioned that they're using that, that water and that you know they're actually... Um, the thought about the process you can tell that thought has gone into this um, especially with the local thing as well local mm. ingredients used in the local water so you know taking from the environment that's around there to create something unique and different um, and that's really really quite um, really lovely basically yeah just really nice I just love local <laughs> stuff and yeah. people seeing something different you know you're not going to get this anywhere else you know we're using our own mountain water we're using barley that is grown mm. in our region um, which it's just anything like that is it's lovely. So, yeah. Yeah. Good it's, on it's hard for breweries and beers to be unique, I suppose, in a way, in this day and age, isn't yeah. it? And I suppose that does give it that hook. You know, it's it's not necessarily local to us, yeah. but the locality of the production of it, you know, it's all all produced using local ingredients and combining yeah. all those local ingredients rather than pulling hops from America and malt from yeah. wherever and things. So it's quite nice that it's got quite a unique story to it. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, a unique um, genetic makeup and trying to keep that historic um DNA really I suppose and it's just come to me that's Tint Meadow that you were referring tint to Meadow, earlier, the, thank you. the uh, Trappist Brewery yeah. in I knew Western. it began with a T yeah, I was yeah. like oh what is it and I knew it was something mm. to do with about meadow or, or, or meadows or something yeah, yeah. I just I didn't want to look an idiot basically and say yeah. the wrong thing so but yeah we've had, we've had it on the shelves and it's, like, it's rattling around in there somewhere it's I like, can what? see the it's like, yeah, I've got, it's got them, them three bars and it's almost <laughs> yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a beer stack like, like a, a beer Adidas logo isn't it yes it is the three lines but um, and I guess the writing is that you know that sort of quintessential mm, Abbey writing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. And it's all very historic and lovely and mm. and really well marketed. And it just yeah, the name just escaped to me. Mm. So. But yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, you know, the the branding and things. It's very, you know, very um, in keeping sort of with you know the whole religious look. Abbey and monastery look and things like that. And it's very very in keeping with what what they're trying to do and what they're trying to achieve. And you know, the the beer itself. You know, they they started rebrewing in twenty eighteen, so it's only. Um, five years ago now but obviously they've been sort of adapting and you know the, the the brew kit is a modern brew kit but they're using historic yeah. um, recipes and techniques and things to try and keep it as genuine and as authentic as possible um, but I think you know for me as, as a I'm not a huge fan of European styles Belgian mm. styles continental styles but that I'm, I'm rather enjoying I must admit it's, I think it's, it's rather a lot, nice as you, it's a lot softer than than the the other sort of you know um, Abbey beers or Trappist beers, monastery beers, whatever you want to call them, uh, it is a lot softer than that. A lot softer than it. I think the AVB is playing into that as well. I think does this one four or something? Did you say maybe uh, five or something? Five percent. Five percent. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's obviously a lot um, weaker than your usual ones where they creep into the you know well, Chrysler can go on and on and on, mm. uh, especially when you get into your doubles, triples, quads and stuff. But it's very very. Um, drinkable um, I think that's the yeah, that I don't want to describe I heard someone the other day describe a beer as pillowy mm. and that when I first heard it I was like oh, what a horrible way to describe mm. a beer but it actually does make a lot of sense because mm. it is very soft nice you know you can imagine yeah you know if you did put your head on this pillow and mm. this beer sorry it would be very 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 pillowy and pillow made of beer yeah what more could you want 
What more could you possibly it? want? I'd just be drinking, man. Just, mm. I wouldn't have a pillow. No, nah, you'd, just, <laughs> you'd just be sleeping on mattress or concrete or something. But I mean, it's—I mean, they are only um, you know stubby little bottles of three thirty mil bottles. Yeah. But, We've, you know, we've polished that off pretty quickly between us, and I very think that's easy to drink. very, very easy. You know, five percent just on that borderline of being sort of yeah. sessionable and not being too strong. But I imagine if you were on holiday in Italy in blaring sunshine, you I mean, know, if you said, pints if that of that would go down very, very well, wouldn't they? If that were in a bar, and you know, you're choosing anything else <laughs> apart from that, that is, uh, it's mainstream Italian. Mm. Um, it's a bit dafter, really, isn't it? Mm. I mean, come on, it's a good beer that. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. very, yeah, very, very nice. I didn't expect anything, anything less, to be honest. You know, the way that they've, you know, they put the care and the attention into, into what they've done. You know, you can, you sometimes just get a vibe from, from mm. a brewery or, you know, any, but could, could not be a brewery, it could be anything. But when you know that passion has gone into it and the care for the product, you know, they're not going to be, um, you know, half, uh, half asked with what mm. they've done. So, and it's not going to be a half baked product. Uh, it's going to be very nice. So yeah, just by by looking at the the, the leaflets they've given mm. us, the bottles, the story, you just knew it was going to be. You just knew it was going to be good. I suppose in many respects they've got more pressure and more reputation or a bigger reputation for it to not succeed in a way. You know, whereas a brewery comes out from scratch, you know, yeah. no, you know, have been home brewing or even come from another brewery and what have you, then. But well, this has got so much history and yeah. prestige about it. Do you know what I mean? Like I said, this you know, Monte Cassino was regarded as the world's first and oldest um, producing abbey. Yes. Um, and certainly not if the world, definitely in Italy. No, yeah. Um, you know, and it was renowned even at the time worldwide for these beers going out and people travelling and taking them back with them. So historically, this has got uh, you know a great heritage and history to it's it. And I suppose big, big shoes to fill, isn't it? Well, yeah, because it's not one of the things that a bit like Tim Meadow, I suppose. You know, been the only. Um, you know, Trappist producing yeah, yeah. Um, brewery in, in the UK is that you can't just rest on those laurels. You can't, well, with the oldest brewery, you know, in Italy or the world <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if beer's no good, it don't matter. Do you know what I mean? Well, you can yeah, stick yeah, any yeah, old exactly, label yeah. on it. If, if beer's crap, beer's crap. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is it. Then, you know, to, again, going back and saying that they use um, old, you know, recipes and techniques yeah. and methods and things, again, they've got to make sure that it's right. And it's, you know, because obviously historically beer production mm-hmm. wasn't as clean as what it used to be and obviously no. as um, you know scientific as what it used to be well, this is um, it, isn't it? so now it's obviously making sure it's as authentic as possible but being the best possible beer that it it can be yeah I mean the, the, the lucky thing is there's not going to be many people knocking about still that were drinking the first no. one so no, no. Um, you know they've got no one can really compare the two um, mm. so that, that that's a positive I suppose um, but yeah I mean you can't ask for for much more really can you no. you know but again, we're saying you know, coming out of Italy as well, it's it's a country obviously famous for a lot of other things um, beyond beer. Beyond beer, mm. yeah, you know, pizza, you know, pastas, wine, wine, Prosecco. wine, yeah, exactly, yeah, loads you know. of different things, yeah, yeah. So you know, beer hasn't always been on that list, um, but if it can, you know, I'm not going to say it's going to start a revolution in in Italy. I'm not going to I'm not going to be that um, you know that brazen. But I think it will, if people can give them a go, man, you know, mm. try it. Because you might think, ah, oh, Italian Trappist or an Italian, you know, what's going to go on here? Mm. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> please give it a go. Well, yeah, certainly from the, the, the first beer, the Alba that we tried, we can certainly 
certain oh, recommend, yeah, big thumbs up. Big you know, they recommend that one, which brings us nicely onto the uh, the next beer, the uh, the Aurea. Um, so the Aurea um, is a white wheat beer. Um, okay, yeah. So which is a bit of a uh, tongue twister, but this is slightly lesser at four point eight percent. So they're both again at that sort of yeah. cut off point for being a, uh, a sessionable beer. But this one immediately you're looking at that. It's it's a little bit darker than the golden ale. Um, yeah. So it's a little bit more towards the coppery, browny spectrum than being golden, hazy, yellowy, orangey. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. It's not as. Yeah, it's, it's not as big on the nose as I thought it was going to be. With it, with mentioning wheat in there, I did. I, you know, I automatically thought that's going to, you know, banana bubble gum. They're going to come out mm. straight away, like they did in the first. I thought that that, that might be a bit more apparent, mm. but it isn't. It's actually quite subtle. It's very citrusy. It is, yeah, yeah, it is. Like almost quite limey, lemon and limey. That's like, yeah. Oh. I mean, that, yeah, that sort of citrusy sort of thing has really come out, hasn't it? Yeah, it's almost like it's been infused with sort of yeah. limes or. It's reminding me of something, and I th- it's like uh, you know, I tell you what it is. When you were a kid, do you remember them brain liquor things? Mm. You used to have them, you used to go around. Like, it looked like roll on deodorant, yeah, but it yeah, were like yeah, a yeah, licky yeah. thing. You used to be able to get a spray one mm. that were in like a tube and you could spray it in your mouth. Mm. It smell doesn't taste like that, but it, it smells like that. It's taking mm. me back to that to that sort of, I don't want to say synthetic, but that really overpowering Powerful. sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. It, r- reminds me of, it reminds me of that, mm. that sort of smell. It's very good. Mm. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. I'm just sort of sat thinking on it there. I'm not, not sort of stuck for words, but it's a. It's an interesting, like you say, the the wheat characteristic that you you mentioned before of getting that sort of bubblegum clove yeah, banana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not getting in any of that, I'm and, not, I, and no. I don't know what necessarily would make it a white wheat beer over a normal wheat beer. I'm not entirely well, sure what the the definition was there. Cause we've got there a little white bit of, beer, isn't there? Yeah, which yeah. Is, like Hogarden and, and mm. stuff, which is... Is that a Belgian wit? Wit, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so there is that. I mean, is it... Is it... Which I, I can't say I've ever had a... Knowingly, had like a, a wit or a white beer. No, sort of I've thing. had Hogarden, the the, uh, the once. Um, yeah, I don't... Hard, stumped mm. with that one uh, a little bit, yeah. I mean, like I said earlier, if you're in... If you're in Italy on holiday and it's thirty degrees outside, I'd probably even go so much to say as that's probably because of that yeah. citrus hit. Probably better than better the first one because it's got that little bit of added refreshment on the palate of Yes. That zestiness, that citrusiness that just sits there and kind of Yeah. Don't don't make your mouth dry, but you know, if you like you say you've had them sweets or you've had yeah, something that's quite yeah, yeah, tart yeah. or quite sharp yes, and it, it leaves yeah. your sort of palate a little bit Sort of wanting a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just dipping back in for a little bit more, and yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's a, yeah I, I'm really, yeah. I'm, I'm. I didn't. I just. I did not expect that mm. from that. From the brief, if you like, I didn't expect that being that mm. like that. I think actually, yeah. No, I, after after you burp, you do get it, mm. which is actually a very good way of testing beer uh, flavor probe profile if you have a burp afterwards give a big belch burp on demand that's yeah, it and yeah. then you can uh, you get the uh, you get more aroma from it and the taste from it um yeah mm. i prefer the first one i'll say i think the first one had 
it was so full of character and you know the uh, just with the, the the aroma that was coming off of it um, and so that the, the complex um, body it had you know it, like it tasted a lot heavier than it than it than it was I preferred the first one I still like this one it just wasn't what I expected um, from it at, at yeah. all really yeah I mean I don't know entirely what I was expecting from either of them to be honest with you because like you say you know no that, that's true again like we just like we said about the sort of the Abbey and the Trappist style and that sort of thing but what different things will like an Italian Abbey bring over to a, a Belgian monastery and things like that and yeah it's sort of a as a white wheat beer I, I can't judge it for what it, it, it is advertised as because I've never yeah. never knowingly had one but I mean certainly from the the description we've been given as a, a white wheat beer which offers a floral and citrus flavour it, it's I mean it, it's doing what it, it's doing what it wants it, it's to that Ron Seal yeah. beer isn't it's it that, again yeah, it's, it's that Ron Seal beer again it's doing what it's advertised as doing and I suppose if you're taking it on its merit of it said it's going to do it and it's yeah. doing it yeah, yeah, yeah. well it's done it exactly yeah exactly yeah if they're saying that that's what it is then fantastic you know you know swirling it around you do get that sort of so yeah that wheatiness maybe I'd don't know, don't know. I think because that one had so much of that wheat character mm. in, I was expecting this to have an abundance of it, but it it, mm. it doesn't. Um, but yeah, that the citrus is definitely coming through. But overall, I think we can say we are impressed with both those yes, beers yes, from yes, uh, Beer Monte Cassino. We can definitely recommend them and recommend that if you do see them as their rollout progresses, because I know they're starting to roll their beers out into the UK to get them into good people's hands and give them yeah. a whirl but we definitely recommend them try them to see what they're about because it's certainly a new experience for us one which we've enjoyed and yeah. uh, if you do happen across them we'd, we'd love to hear your thoughts on them but we've we've finished the two beers so that short and sweet but that was the idea yes. of this episode Aaron it was a short and sweet little Brucey bonus for everybody bonus to for everyone. watch and listen to so hopefully you enjoyed it fingers crossed you did please let us know either way if you did or you didn't as usual like comment subscribe follow us send Click us any information up. to us whatever you might want to do across any platforms that you might be in contact with us reach out and let us know what you thought and indeed if you've seen these beers and tried them but Aaron, thanks again. No we'll, worries, uh, mate. Thank you. We'll convene once again, and we'll uh, we'll see you on the next one. See you later, guys.